Dear brothers and sisters, when when you were in love, have you have, have you have you ever been in love? And if you still in love? Anybody in Letterkenny ever been in love? Okay, we need to invite Daniel O'Donnell back here, presto. Okay. Uh, when you've been in love, if you've ever had the experience of being in love, you want to find as many ways as possible to show your love to the person you love. Am I right? Especially in the, you know, the, the, the early days, the courting phase. Uh, you want to get them gifts, you want to look nice and smell nice, and you, you dress up and you even wash yourself. Right? If you're a lad, you actually shower to try and impress the lady. Okay? So you try to, you try to look good and, and you, you put your best foot forward. You, you invite the person to a, a nice restaurant, not just McDonald's. Max Deli is lovely, but you know, maybe you might go somewhere a little more refined. Okay, so at the beginning of, of these relationships, there's, a, there's a, an intense desire to show your love in so many ways. Through words, through gifts, through how you prepare yourself, everything. Everything. It consumes your thoughts. Consumes your whole day. How can I show my love for this person? A very simple but profound teaching of our faith is that God is love. Now, just to get our heads around that a second, it doesn't mean that God loves, okay? Like, I, I can teach, I can, I can make something out of wood, but I am not carpentry. I'm, I may be a carpenter, I'm not carpentry. I may be an engineer, I am not engineering. God isn't just doing love, he is love. It's not an action he does, it's, it's what he actually is. Do you understand the difference? It's, it, it, it's his very essence, his very nature, is to be love. Which means his heart is constantly, constantly oriented towards you, his beloved. And, and he, like, a, like a, a, an excitable 18-year-old who just after falling in love for the first time, he's trying to find ways of winning your heart. He's trying to find ways of showing you that he loves you. And everything that exists is supposed to do that. All of creation is God's gift to you. All of creation screams out the glory of God, the beauty of God, the harmony of God, the intelligence of God. All of creation sings his praises. But for, for him, that's not enough. I want to give them more, not just creation. I want, to, I want to tell them. I want to tell them I love them. So I'm going to write a really big book. And I'm going to tell them over and over again that even if they're unfaithful to me, I will always be faithful to them. But that's not enough. I don't want to just give them gifts and tell them about it. I'm going to put this into practice. I'm going to put this into... I'm going to prove it to them. I'm going to prove it to them in a, in, in a way that maybe they don't expect. I'm going to prove it to them on a cross. I'm going to prove I love them by dying for them. And then even that, even, it doesn't even stop there. Then I'm going to set up a, a church, which should be like a, a family. So that even after I'm gone, they can keep coming back, coming back home, generation after generation. And I'll give them seven sacraments so that they can eat my flesh and drink my blood and receive life there. I'll give them baptism. They can be washed clean and welcomed into this family. 
for those who, who want to serve me as priests, I'll give them a special grace, a sacramental grace. For those who want to get married, I'll give ye a special grace as well. In marriage. For those who need healing. I give the sacrament to the sick. Those who need healing of the soul, I give confession. I give confirmation. I want you to have my, my spirit alive and well within you, guiding you home. So one of these sacraments, two of these sacraments that we celebrate tonight now are the, the anointing of the sick and the Holy Eucharist. These are ways in which God wants to, to touch your soul, touch your heart, to, to, to win your love and affection. This is a powerful grace. We, we only have seven sacraments. We don't have 50 of them. We don't have 100 of them. There's seven, and each one of them is such a treasure. Each one of them deserves such reverence. Each one of them is so powerful. This is God reaching down from heaven to touch your heart. In our gospel tonight, we hear about the, the Jesus healing the blind man. And you can imagine, like, especially back in the day, back in Jesus' time, if you were blind or deaf, it must have been so scary almost. If you're blind, right, and you can hear what's going on, but you're getting pulled all sorts of directions. You know, people say, Jesus is here, Jesus is there, and you're getting pulled and you're hitting off things that you can't see coming. A kind of a jostling crowd, and you, you don't know what's happening. You can't see anything. If you're deaf, maybe it's even worse. Because people are shouting and screaming. You're like, what, 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 is, what is anybody saying here? What's happening? So there's this, this fear. What is the Lord doing? And so what does Jesus do? He takes the man aside. He gets him away from the crowd. He doesn't want to make a show of him or a spectacle of him. He shows such reverence for this man. And then just, just the two of them, him and the blind man, and he blesses him. He comes close to him. And he makes a, a, a paste of, of, of spittle and clay. And then I can imagine just so gently and reverently anoints the man's eyes, blesses the man's eyes. And sometimes healings take place in stages. So when he asks the man, can you see anything? He says, yes, I, I, I see people, but they look like trees. Then Jesus lays his hands on him again. And then he can see plainly and distinctly. The Lord has such reverence for you. He never wants to make a show of you. He never wants to make a spectacle of any sort of a healing. He loves you more than you'll ever know, more than any of us will ever know this side of eternity. And there are two main kinds of healings that we can focus on tonight. Yes, there, there are the physical ones. They're, they're the obvious ones for those who have pains or illness. And we bring these to the Lord. We bring these to the Lord in faith. Not like a, a genie in, the, in, in a lamp where we say, Lord, I've given you four rosaries, now you have to give me my healing. Thank you very much. We don't, we don't do it like that. But we, we come to the Lord like, like a child would come to their parent. I've fallen, I've hurt my knee, I've grazed my elbow. And we do so with, with faith. 
We don't have to tell mom or dad what to do if we've grazed our knee. We just come to them with the problem. Leave the problem with them. Similarly with, with the Lord. We don't need to give him the solution. We, do, we come to him with faith. We can even come to him with the faith saying, Lord, if this, illness is, if this illness is in some way good for me, if this illness in some way reminds me that I need you, if this illness in some way helps me to pray better, well, I accept that too. But Lord, if you want to take this from me, I accept that too. It's so wonderful to be able to come to the Lord with just that absolute trust, absolute faith, that either way, healed or not, I'm loved. But then there are other healings, there are interior healings. And I would actually argue that they are more important. I work a lot with young people. And it's so, it's so tragic when you meet young people in the prime of their lives, between 18 and 30. You know, they should be healthy, happy, going out and seeing the world, and just every, the world should be their oyster, everything should be wonderful. And yet why is it in schools and universities so many young people are suffering from eating disorders and self-harm and depression their bodies are healthy their bodies are fine but their hearts are not their hearts are broken so one thing I guarantee you of tonight nobody goes home tonight empty handed this is even better than the late late show on a Christmas right? Christmas toy show whatever it's called Right? No one goes home empty-handed tonight. That I promise you. Firstly, everyone of you who wishes and is in a state of grace can receive Holy Communion. So that's, that's God himself. All of you receive God. Okay. Nothing greater than that. But then there are other graces available to us as well. All these other ways in which God wants to win your heart. They are all available to you. And I say the most important ones are the healing of your mind and heart. And if he wishes to heal bodies as well and illnesses, fantastic but no one goes home empty handed I promise you so let tonight be a night of grace a night of joy a night of, of unity with our God who has done everything divinely possible to win your heart your love and your affection let us come to him with faith let us open our when you receive this, this the sacrament of anointing you do so with your hands open but that, that exterior reality should show what's going on in your own mind. It should be an interior disposition, they call it. So your hands are open, but also, Lord, I'm doing this with my, with my mind and soul. I want to receive what you offer, Lord. No resistance, no conditions, no obstacles. Help me, Lord, just to receive. And then tonight will be a night of grace a night of profound joy as your heart and his heart draw ever closer so Lord we thank you we thank the good Lord in advance for all that he's going to do we thank him for his love for each one of you we thank him for such a, a wonderful crowd here tonight of people that he loves we thank the Lord for each one of you and for your open hearts. Lord Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, and we glorify your holy name. Lord Jesus, we raise up to you tonight all of those gathered here 
in faith, this community of faith. We bring to you in a special way all of those who suffer mentally, all of those who suffer emotionally, all of those, Lord, who have been abandoned and hurt and forgotten, all of those, Lord, who have, who have experienced isolation, maybe due to their illness. Lord, we pray for those who suffer physically, for those, Lord, with any ailment of, of the body, any arthritis, cancer, stiffness of the joints, for any issues with knees or hips or the back, shoulders, elbows, hands, for those, Lord, with digestive problems, breathing problems, for those, Lord, with any problems of the senses, hearing, sight, taste, touch, smell. Lord Jesus, we gather in faith. Heavenly Father, we gather as your children. We ask you now. We implore you for your blessing, your healing, and your grace. Amen.